Okay, today I want to talk about how to get a job in the audio industry. Now, this has never been an easy task. It's always been doable, but especially lately, at the time of this taping, we're still about a year into the pandemic. It didn't make things any easier, didn't do anybody any favors, but I know it's really daunting, so I want to talk about just that and how to separate yourself and how to stand out and get these jobs, all right? So stay with me. Hey everybody, welcome back. I'm Adam Claremont, and this is where we talk about how to build and grow your career in audio with actionable tips. And first things first is I wanna offer you a free gift to get you going. If you've ever looked at a project or a client and thought, I don't even know how to begin to get those kinds of projects, they're far beyond my league. Well, I've got a step-by-step -step guide that can help you get going. So adamclaremont.com slash client list. Go there, it's all yours. You can start working on that today with those steps and get you on the right path to getting the jobs and the clients that you want, all right? And that's exactly what we're gonna talk about today. How to get a job in the audio business, how to get a job at a studio or a company that needs audio engineers or people in audio production. Because it ain't easy, you know? I've been trying to be honest with everybody. I'm not saying that it's the easiest thing on the planet, but if you've watched any of these videos, you know that there's a lot of opportunity. There's more opportunity now, in fact, than there ever has been. So this is kind of the time, even though it doesn't really feel like it. I know there's a lot of doors that are kind of closed just because of safety reasons. And this is why I wanted to make this video today, just to kind of give you some actionable advice, you know, some real tips that you can try out that will sort of guide you and help you pave the way toward getting the job that you want. Okay. So the theme here is going to be really simple. We all need to be problem solvers. At the core of what we do, the most successful in our business, solve problems, whether it's at the console, in Pro Tools, on a song, in a film, on location, or if it's simply just solving a problem for our clients, you know, maybe it's even a problem they don't know existed. You know, it's taking a pain point and making it go away, finding an obstacle and then going around it. So I know that kind of sounds a little cliche, but it's true. If you want the job, you want to figure out how to solve the problem. What's holding you back? What's holding back the person who's going to hire you, right? What are they thinking? What's, what's standing in the way from them saying yes? So that is the key. So I'm going to offer a couple anecdotes here. So first off, I want to tell you a little story about how I got this job here. So I'm sitting in a recording studio that cost uh, Mondo bucks to create. I don't own it. Uh, this is part of a larger digital marketing agency. That's uh, a 50 person marketing agency. We do PR, we got account managers, we do animation video, uh, build websites, applications, games, there's PR, I'm thinking I'm saying things over and over again, SEO, PPC, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of things. And oh, by the way, it was built and created by a drummer while he was on a major record label deal for Universal Records, because that's what every drummer assigned to Universal Records does. They start a marketing company. So that was about 25 plus years ago, but he always wanted to own a recording studio and build one. So he did that. And I happened to have been meeting with him during that time. I actually didn't even know that this was being built, but I met with him. And he told me about this and immediately to me, the light bulb turned on. 
What he didn't need to hear was what I ultimately found out is, you know, what a lot of other people that he was interviewing and talking to were telling him. That's buy all this gear, you know, buy a $150,000 analog console, you know, get in all these local music acts and you'll have the best music studio there. He didn't need to hear that. Yeah, that was a passion of his, but he had a very successful, has a very successful marketing company that brings in multiple millions of dollars a year. He's got clients with a lot of needs. So why would we not leverage that and create a fantastic audio production facility that yes, can do music, but can do things like sonic branding, you know, things that help uh, a brand stick out, which then gets them more money, which then makes them want to invest more money in their outreach and their marketing efforts. And if we're the people doing the marketing efforts for them, that means more money in our pocket to provide even more value for them. You know, it means things like podcasting, you know, to again, bring out the value in the voice and the loyalty for their brand and their business. So that was kind of where I attacked it, you know, from leveraging what was already there rather than starting fresh. And then the other thing we talked about was, you know, looking at weaknesses in the area. Well, one of the things that wasn't really being offered in our area was ADR. There was a lot of actors around our area and a lot of production happening, but there wasn't a place for those actors to come in and do their ADR for their films. So we targeted a field where we could enter where there wasn't a lot of resistance, but there is a decent amount of demand. And those clients are kind of high level, high profile, you know, mega brands, you know, names and brands that people recognize. So it elevates the, the notoriety of our studio. So that was kind of where I came at it from, you know, it was, it was a place of leverage and a place of power, uh, rather than kind of saying the same old things that a lot of people were saying. And in return, you know, his ears really perked up and he seemed to think that I was the right fit. And that was many years ago, you know, so, you know, I like to think it was the right fit because I'm still here and he seems to be pretty happy. And we've got a very thriving recording studio going on right now, you know, doing a lot of different things as I've discussed with you throughout these many videos. So I say that because it doesn't hurt to think about the job that you're going after and think about your competition. What does your competition bring to the table? Yeah, you want to bring that too, but you want to find something else that no one else is thinking about that possibly you're the person that is going to hire you isn't even thinking about. There's gotta be something that's gonna make you stand out. And if you don't have that, then all you can rely on is the same thing that everyone else is relying on. So now you're just sort of one of many, right? And that's where people get really discouraged because they're not taking that extra step to stand out. So I want you to think about that, but I also want you to think about Another way that can differentiate you, and this might seem obvious, but here it goes. People like to hire people they know. If they don't know you, you're literally an unknown commodity. Okay, so you got to imagine that most people in the pile of resumes or the list of interviews, most of those people don't know the person that they're about to talk to already. But what if they do? Would you think that person has an advantage? Because I know I would. I would think that person has an advantage. So how do you get to know somebody? All right, so I want to tell you another story about an example where someone got in that door by getting to know somebody, me, and also managed to get an internship by alleviating a pain point. So today, I actually began uh, a virtual internship. Now, this is the very first virtual internship that I have ever participated in. It's been almost a year since I've had interns because of the pandemic. It just isn't safe. It's not something I'm comfortable with. 
So I've been saying no a whole lot of times. I've probably received about easily 50 plus emails uh, since that time. And it's all just been sorry, you know, and, and my heart goes out because I want to be able to offer that. I just couldn't figure out how to do it. So here comes uh, this guy named Henry. Now, Henry started uh, reaching out and commenting and finding me on social channels, mainly LinkedIn, and just started commenting on some posts and really thoughtfully, you know, um, you know, making conversation. And I didn't even realize it for quite a while, but it turns out Henry uh, actually lives near me. And then I started to learn more. Oh, he's in college. You know, he's a local college going through a music program and he's looking for an internship. So I said, hey, Henry, reach out. You know, let's try and figure this out. And at that time, I didn't realize that this pandemic was going to, you know, last forever, you know, but, you know, it has. So he reached out, you know, it's probably five or six months has been going on. He reached out asking for an internship. And I said, man, I'm, I'm really sorry. I would love to, but this just isn't going to work, you know. Well, Henry didn't stop there. Henry goes, well, what about a virtual internship? And not only did he propose it, but he figured out every single detail that worried me. He went to his counselor, got approval. He created a color-coded schedule with all of these details and how it would work and when it would work and all the materials we would need and, you know, when he would sit in on a camera with me and ask questions and when he would just be doing his own work and his own studying. He figured out the whole thing without me having to worry about it at all. How could I possibly say no to that? So here we go. Here's somebody who already developed a relationship with me, unbeknownst to me. <laughs> But he just got on LinkedIn and he was just, he was being cool. He was being smart, uh, you know, and, and the way that the algorithm works too with LinkedIn, especially is like, you know, you start commenting and you start having these things, you know, now his posts start popping up in my feed more often because I'm engaging with him. So anything that he posts, I start to see. So he's showing up even more in my day-to-day -day life, you know, and his posts are great. They're smart. You know, they're on topic. They're about, you know, the industry. And every time he comments on somebody else's thing, that just it pops up. That's the way the algorithm works. So it was really brilliant on his part. And I don't know how much of this was strategic on his part, but I'm telling you because it can be part of your strategy. Start networking with people in your field through LinkedIn. I highly, highly recommend LinkedIn. A, LinkedIn is a place where people are already primed to have these sorts of conversation, whereas Facebook and Instagram and TikTok, like people are there to kind of screw around and goof off. So they might not be in that mindset. So if you start hitting them up there, they might not be as receptive to those kinds of comments. But in LinkedIn, that's kind of why people go there. People don't go there to screw around. They go there to learn something and to network. So take that, you know, and put that to your advantage. Reach out to people, start commenting on their things and start engaging with them. Now, I know that some of you are going to take this way too far. So take your stalker head off, okay? <laughs> Read a room, you know, because not everybody is going to be as responsive as I was that time. You know, if you're not getting the response, find somebody else, you know, but but cast the net wide, you know, find people in your industry. You can target job titles, you can target businesses and then see who's working with those titles in your area in those businesses. You know, LinkedIn does it well. I mean, use it, learn it. You can find these people and start meeting them. I know doors are shut right now. This is the way to get in the door. Ask them, you know, hey, I know it's kind of not really safe to meet right now. Do you think I can get you for 15 minutes on Zoom for a little chat? You never know, you know, or message them in LinkedIn, you know, comment on their posts. Create your own posts that are intelligent. Again, because of the algorithm, you're going to pop up in their world more often. And now when those people are in a position to either refer you or hire you, 
They know you now, or at least more so than before. But the point is probably more so than a lot of people in the pile of resumes that they're getting and the emails they're getting applying for the same things. It's all about a leg up. It's all about the edge. How hard is it to do a little bit of posting on LinkedIn? It's not that time consuming. And if nothing else, you're learning about your industry by posting and commenting on these things and actually engaging. That shouldn't be homework. That should be something you'd want to do anyway, because we're just having fun and learning. You know, this is a huge character and personality trait of people who are successful in audio. All right. So good job, Henry. He just started today. <laughs> he totally took care of everything. I think he's going to do great. But I, I probably wouldn't have been receptive to that idea of a virtual internship had I not already had that interaction with him already. You know, I had a comfort level already with him. I kind of knew where he was coming from. And then he just took it one step further. So I highly, highly encourage you to jump on LinkedIn and, and take advantage of it like that. And the other thing I want to point out that Henry did that worked so well was between the communicating on social and his effort in eliminating all those pain points about the internship, he immediately became super memorable. Now, I had an interview not long ago, I'll put it up one of these places, with Becca Falborn. And, you know, she's working in a post house in, in New York City. And I asked her, you know, what's the number one thing you can offer somebody as advice for interviewing for a studio job? And she said, quite frankly, be memorable. I need to be able to remember you. There's so many people. You need to be able to stick in my mind so that when it's time to hire, I remember you. Well, that's kind of what's going to happen here. When you start to pop up in people's feed all the time because you're commenting and now the algorithm kicks in and you're showing up in their feed, you're top of mind, you know? And now if you can come back the way Henry did, alleviating all those problems, how could anybody say no to that? Like, that's your edge. If everything else is equal, even if, even if Henry isn't the most capable of all those candidates, he's now gone from an unknown to someone I'm comfortable with, somebody I know, and someone who's clearly a problem solver. So maybe his experience is as much as someone else's. So my point being, you need to look at your competition and think, okay, what do I have to compete with? What is everyone going to do? Because a lot of people are going to do the bare minimum. Let's face it. That's the way law of averages work. You know, So you got to be a little bit more than anybody else. And here's a couple things that you can do and put into action. That when those jobs come up, and I know that there's, they're hard to get right now. But these are the ways that you can go grab them. So I want to talk about one other thing. Speaking of LinkedIn is I saw a post recently from this girl who was really excited. She had a picture of her brand new diploma from Full Sail University. And she was really excited because she's entering the workforce and she was proud that she was a graduate. And it's, I don't know why it popped up, but it popped up in my feed. And I just said, hey, from a fellow alum, really proud of you. Congratulations. Go get them, you know. And, you know, when you comment on something, every time someone else comments, it starts to pop up in your feed again with the algorithm. Well, one day I noticed there was somebody who commented on there. And this jerk said, I went to Full Sail, got a degree. I couldn't get a job. There's no jobs out there. I'm, you know, working a different career path now. Like, this is just no good. You it's not going to help you. <laughs> and I couldn't help it, but I had to comment back. Basically, just say that, you know, it's a load of BS. Get that person out of your life. And I gave her some places to look for jobs. Let me just say right now, anybody who posts something like that is a loser. All right. He's not a loser because he couldn't get a job. He's a loser because he's telling somebody else that they can't get a job. This person has no idea what this other person, what this girl's made out of. 
but he's going to say because he couldn't do it that she can't do it. That's a loser right there. Get losers out of your life. Remove that friction. Surround yourself with winners. Winners are going to support you. They're going to find you opportunities, and they're going to push and push and push and support you. So if you want a job, you need to get rid of those people who are holding you back and giving you bullshit like that. Okay? End of rant there. That one got me fired up, but I want to share that. Just take that stuff out of your life. Do yourself a favor. That's not going to help you get the job. So to wrap up, identify the thing that everybody, all of your competition is going to be doing. All that same stuff. And now, what's the extra thing that you can do that's going to make you stand out, be memorable, and solve a pain point? All right? If you're doing those things along with creating that relationship ahead of time, how can somebody say no? At the very least, your chances of getting that job have now skyrocketed. That's an edge. And that's how you're going to get those jobs. All right? Again, I know this stuff isn't easy, but I think those things that I just laid out are kind of easy to do, and they're going to improve your chances a whole heck of a lot. So I highly encourage you, try out these steps. Also, try out adamclaremont.com slash client list. Get that free PDF guide and try out those steps. And I think that you're going to have a fantastic career. In the meantime, drop me some comments if you have any specific questions. Happy to hear it. If you've tried any of these things, let me know how it goes. Give me a story. I'll share one of mine as well. All right. Appreciate you guys listening. If this was helpful, give it a thumbs up and a share. Let it help somebody else. It helps me out in the meantime. All right. So that's all I got for you today. I'll see you in the next video. Bye.